It's a familiar foe for the Hoosiers on Wednesday as they host Penn State, a team that they very frustratingly lost to earlier in the season. We'll look at what's changed since that game for both sides, how the Hoosiers can avoid another frustrating defeat in today's episode. You are Locked On Hoosiers, your daily podcast on the Indiana Hoosiers. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What is up, guys? It is Wednesday, January 26th. This is Locked on Hoosiers, your daily one-stop shop for everything IU Athletics, whether it's men's basketball, women's basketball, football, previews, recaps, news, analysis, whatever it is, we have you guys covered every single day of the week. I'm your host, as always, Jacob Rood. want to thank you guys for making Locked on Hoosiers both part of your day and your first listen every day. Uh, just a reminder, we are free and available on YouTube, uh, where we've been trying to get the episodes out at 7 a.m. every morning so that everybody has kind of a, a place to go to watch the episodes together. Uh, the problem was on Tuesday, we had a technical issue and the uh, video never went live until I noticed it in the afternoon. So Apologies on that, but uh, we do try to get those up at 7 a.m. Um, every uh, morning so that you guys can head on over there and watch the podcast as well. Uh, subscribe if you guys haven't over there, uh, sub- and be sure to subscribe to us as well wherever you're listening to this podcast at. We're available on all your favorite platforms. Follow us on Twitter at LO underscore Hoosiers and on Instagram, Locked on Hoosiers. IU will be back in action looking to avoid their first losing streak of the season following that Michigan game. Uh, They'll be back in action tonight against Penn State, who is a team they've lost to. So uh, a tough challenge in that regard. Um, It's a Nittany Lion team that presented a a weird kind of unique challenge to the Hoosiers uh, though I would still say it was a lot of self-inflicted wounds for IU in that game. Um, but Indiana is looking to bounce back from a... Uh, it feels like every loss recently has been frustrating, but a frustrating loss against Michigan on Sunday that we talked about kind of extensively on Monday in the beginning of Tuesday's podcast in case you guys missed it. Indiana and Penn State is set to tip off at 8.30 p.m., tonight uh it's in assembly hall obviously on big 10 network unfortunately my guess would be that they're going to be following a game so decent likelihood we may miss the start of this one nonetheless though last time these two teams met as we've mentioned penn state won 61 to 58 penn state was coming off 22 days uh off the court away from the court due to um COVID, as the women's basketball team is kind of experiencing something similar right now. So uh, the Penn State men's basketball team uh, had an extended break and came out. There's kind of two ways that can go. Either you come out rusty and looking like you haven't played in a couple weeks, or you come out energized after having so many weeks off. And Penn State was definitely the energized version of that, uh, paired with IU playing I would say probably uh, up to that point in the season, their worst game of the year, I'd say that Michigan game was worse uh, 
but up to that point in the season, playing their worst game of the year, and the end result is IU's worst loss of the season to Penn State. Um, at the time, Penn State was ranked 84th uh, in Ken Palm. They've come up a little bit. They're a top 80 team now, but not a great performance from the Hoosiers in that one. Since that contest, the Hoosiers are 4-2. They have the wins um, over Ohio State, over Purdue, uh, but they have losses to Iowa and Michigan mixed in there. Penn State is 2-3 and three since that game. Uh, they've beaten Northwestern and Rutgers, two of the worst teams in the Big Ten, though they did win at Rutgers, or excuse me, at Northwestern. Uh, so a road win is impressive no matter how you get it in the Big Ten. Uh, they did lose to Purdue. That was a close game at home. Uh, they lost at Ohio State, a game they uh, were in as well. They only lose by five, and then they got handled pretty easily against Ohio State, or excuse me, against Iowa State. Iowa, oh boy, words are hard. They lost badly to Iowa in Iowa. Uh, but so it's been... Kind of the Hoosiers have trended up and Penn State's kind of trended down maybe a little more slowly. Uh, but this is a a contest historically the Hoosiers have dominated since 1981. IU is 22-3 against Penn State in Assembly Hall. Uh, there is no reason for that not to continue tonight. Uh, we'll give you a brief little update on what the Penn State kind of offense and defense looks like. Uh, and how they performed since that IU game. First, though, guys, I want to talk to you about the Get Upside app. We've talked a lot about it past couple weeks. Uh, for those of you that buy gas, which is basically all of us, uh, there's nothing we can really do about the gas prices, but the Get Upside app lets you save some money uh, along the way. Just download the Get Upside app in the App Store or Google Play. Use promo code SCORE and you'll get up to $0.25 cents per gallon or more on your first fill-up cash back. It's simple. Download the app, find the gas station you want to go to, claim the offer, drive to the gas station, check in, pump your gas. You'll have the cash back in your account on the app within, uh, for me, it was 24 hours. I believe the app says 48 to 72, so it's not a long wait. Uh, you can cash out at any time, whether to your bank account, whether to PayPal, gift cards for Amazon and other companies. It's promise it's not too good to be true. I've used it. Um, I can sign off on it. It's really simple. There's no catch. Just download the Get Upside app. Use that promo code SCORE to get $0.25 cents per gallon or more cash back on your first tank. Uh, that's promo code SCORE on the Get Upside app. It's the new year. and New Year's resolutions are a plenty. If yours is about getting healthy, you need to try Built Bar. Built Bar makes it easier to stick to your resolution because honestly, they taste so good. You're going to want to eat these things. They aren't the kind of stereotypical protein bar that's chalky and waxy and uh, just tastes like a chemical spill. These are covered in 100% real chocolate. They're, uh, most bars contain 130 calories, 4 grams of sugar, four net carbs, and 17 grams of protein. Best part is all the flavors they come in, whether it's cookies and cream, my favorite, coconut almond, peanut butter brownie, raspberry. I had the limited time flavor, blueberry muffin around the holidays. Uh, that's one of the other great things is that they are constantly new limited time flavors. 
Uh, so you guys have to keep checking out built.com. If you head on over there today, use the promo code locked 15, get 15% off your order. That's promo code locked 15 for 15% off at built.com. I want to thank you guys again for making locked on Hoosiers your first listen every day. Uh, again, a reminder, we're free and available on all platforms. Let's take a kind of a quicker look at what this Penn State team is overall this season. Um, I know we experienced it firsthand. We previewed things uh, before that game. They are a slightly above average offense, uh, largely above average defense. They play slow 352nd and pace out of uh, 358 teams. They are going to walk the ball up the court. Um, overall, they're kind of a team that isn't necessarily great in anything, isn't awful in anything. Uh, offensively, they don't really get to the line. They do turn the ball over a fair amount. Uh, so the Hoosiers can potentially be on the good side of that, something that uh, they haven't always been. Though we probably didn't mention enough that three turnover performance against Purdue. We mentioned it on the night. Um, that was wild, but it's kind of been up and down, hot and cold uh, for the Hoosiers this season. Defensively, uh, they do not force turnovers. So if IU is going to have a turnover problem, it's going to be self-inflicted, which is often the case uh, uh, tonight against Penn State. Uh, the Nittany Lions are 344th in defensive turnover percentage. They just simply don't turn people over. Uh, they don't get steals. They don't create non-steal turnovers. They don't block shots, 325th and block percentage. Uh, where they excel is defending inside the arc. They're 71st in the country. Uh, they also are very middle of the road, almost exactly, shooting three-pointers and defending three-pointers. Uh, Two-point percentage offensively, uh, above average, but they rank 91st in the country. So it's just a very average team. Like this isn't a, a a team that's great really in any regard, the team that's awful in any regard, though they've been better defensively. If you want to look at kind of where they rank in the Big Ten, uh, they are dead last in average possession length, which, which means they're taking the longest. Though defensively, their first teams are uh, not taking any time against them. 13th in block percentage, 12th in turnover percentage, uh, 10th in offensive effective field goal. It hasn't been pretty offensively, but they're doing enough defensively to kind of get by at times. Um, they're fifth and two-point percentage. Uh, they do give up a lot of three-pointers, though. The Hoosiers should have some looks depending on it. They're 12th in, in Penn State is and three-pointers allowed per field goal allowed defensively which is generally means they're allowing teams to shoot. They're allowing teams to move the ball around and get assists. So it seems like ball movement is going to be a key, finding the open shooter that's going to be there. Uh, that is the big thing to note in this game. Uh, for the Hoosiers, I, ranking in conference, they're the third best defense, 11th in offense. This is all uh, per Ken Palm, which we always use, uh, a great, great resource. Uh, 12th in offensive effective field goal percentage, 4th in defensive effective field goal percentage. They have cratered shooting the three-pointer. They're only at 30.3%, which is 12th in the Big Ten. 
They're 13th in free throw shooting and just entirely out of their control. They're 14th in opponent free throw shooting. So uh, they do not make the most of it at the free throw line, and their opponent absolutely does with hardly any exception. Purdue game is the only time that's really been an exception. But the defense is still great. Uh, fifth in three-point percentage, third in two-point percentage, third in blocks, uh, fifth in creating turnovers. Um, so it's a team that uh, still it strengthens its defense. The offense just kind of has to do enough to get by. So uh, largely speaking, the Hoosiers should have an advantage. If you look at what Penn State has done since that IU game, they looked so different in that IU game uh, that it it might have looked like some things were changing with the Penn State team. Largely not. Uh, they get up a lot of threes. But since that IU game, the five games since, they've shot 31.6% on threes on 22.8 attempts per game. Uh, they average 62.8 points. They give up 64.4. And uh, they've been pretty strong defensively. Opponents are just shooting... 41% from the field, 34% from the uh, three-point line, and I believe 67% from the free-throw line. Uh, so they've been strong defensively. This could be a bit of a rock fight tonight, uh, but it's a game that the Hoosiers really need to win. Uh, they can't really afford many other um, bad losses, uh, especially when you're a bubble team like the Hoosiers are. Uh, this is the type of game that you need to be winning at home against a Penn State team that, as we've said, is very average. Uh, just looking at where they rank in the Big Ten, Penn State is fourth and three-pointers attempted. Uh, so they're going to get them up, but they're only uh, 11th in three-point percentage. Uh, so <laughs> they're going to shoot a lot, might not make a lot, but uh, it's a team that ranks 12th in scoring. So I would imagine it'll be a bit of a rock fight like that other game was this season. Uh, that game, I thought, came down to Penn State making some big open threes. Uh, they had a little bit of a run in the second half, got the separation, and the Hoosiers could never really catch back up. So having said all that, how does IU avoid another frustrating defeat to Penn State? We'll take a look at some key things I think they need to be doing tonight, uh, both just in this game and kind of moving forward in general. First, though, guys, we've got to give a shout out to our friends over at Bet Online. Bet Online would like to wish you a happy new betting year as we continue the march through the NFL playoffs. Uh, I, for your own sanity, guys, I hope none of you were betting on the college foot or excuse me NFL playoff action over the weekend because that was madness. But if you want to look ahead to tonight, Hoosiers are favored by eight points on Bet Online. Uh, they are favored by seven points on Ken Palm, though they have a 74% win probability. Ken Palm predicts 66-59 as a scoreline, and um, Bet Online has an over-under of 128. So Ken Palm thinks it'll be closer and that they'll hit the under. If either of those things matter to you, though it is not very uh, – there isn't a big difference there, but uh, nonetheless – uh, Bet Online it remains the number one spot for all the best sports wagering action for 2022. It's a new year with a new updated desktop and mobile website. To sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit just by using the promo code LOCKED ON to get started. 
So whether it's football, basketball, hockey, boxing, UFC, even your favorite Vegas casino games, don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers for 2022. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to wager on all your favorite sports. Bet online where the game starts. So, what led to the Hoosiers losing that last game against Penn State? How do they avoid that? I would say the biggest thing is not letting Penn State get going from three. If you look at that Michigan game, and if you just simply look at the box score, you think, wow, Michigan just shot the ball ridiculously well. Like, there's nothing the Hoosiers could have done. There were a couple kind of analytics uh, accounts that I saw on Twitter um, sharing just kind of the, oh, well, based on shot quality, Penn State shouldn't have won, or excuse me, Michigan shouldn't have won the game against Indiana. Kind of, but uh, if you look kind of, that's where I think the the gulf between the eye test and analytics is because um, all the looks that Michigan were getting were wide open looks. And that's a big thing I think the Hoosiers at times have struggled with. They struggled with it in that Penn State game is if you give opponents open looks to start the game, they're going to get into a rhythm. And then later in the game, when it looks like, oh, wow, they just threw in a, a wild shot. Well, I mean, yeah, but that's because you allowed them to get into a rhythm at the beginning of the game. They saw the ball go in the hoop, and that kind of gets you engaged, gets you going. So I think the biggest thing is no open looks early from three for Penn State. They're going to shoot the ball a lot from three. Make them shoot 31% and not um, the 50% that they shot against IU in their first meeting. That's the only time this season. They've cleared the 50% mark. It's the only time since December, basically the start of Big Ten play, that they've hit 11 three-pointers in a game. You just can't let that happen again. That was the recipe for disaster for IU the first time. Don't let them get going from three. If you're the Hoosiers, you need to get some early offense going. Get into a rhythm yourself. And it's just kind of the antithesis of the first point. You don't want Penn State to do that. You want the Hoosiers to do that. And We talked teams are – having quick possessions they're getting open threes they're getting a lot of assists against this against this penn state team uh, which would indicate just ball movement finding the open man making the extra pass would lead to open shots and i think the hoosiers are due for a bit of positive regression from the three-point line they've really struggled as a team i know there's been kind of individuals fantasy against purdue parker stewart at the end of that michigan game i think as a team though they could uh, be in for some positive regression to the mean from the three-point line. So make that be tonight. Get that going. Uh, build up that early lead. Get the crowd involved. Get the crowd loud. Make it a, a difficult place to play. Don't let them hang around early. Defending the pick and roll is going to be a big thing. Again, another thing they struggled with in that Penn State game, uh, they switched coverages at different points in the second half. They were defending it one way with more of a drop coverage. They went to a show coverage uh, to pressure the ball handler. They went back and forth a couple different ways. Just figure out what way you're going to defend this and execute it. And that was an area that they struggled against Michigan as well. It led to some open three-pointers is not being able to defend the pick and roll. Um, if the Hoosiers are going to play as aggressive man-to-man -man defense as they are, they're going to have to be able to contain the pick and roll because once you let a guy get by you to the rim and help comes, then it's a kick out and either a three-pointer or a pass around until you get to the open man. Just puts a lot of pressure on your defense. So defending the pick and roll, keeping guys in front of you, 
not letting um, not letting Penn State kind of compromise the defense is going to be a big thing to watch. No second chance points for Penn State as well. Um, in that uh, first game, uh, they grabbed a fair amount of offensive rebounds, 11 offensive rebounds against the Hoosiers. Only one other time have they had that many offensive rebounds. It was 12 against Rutgers uh, two game, three games ago, excuse me, uh, January 11th. So don't get beat on the glass. I mean, that that's a, it's an area the Hoosiers have been strong in all season with race and trace. So keep them off the offensive glass. No second chance points. Finish those defensive possessions by getting the rebound, closing out the possession. Um, nothing's more frustrating than having a really good defensive possession, not being able to secure the offensive rebound and giving up a, a easy layup or a second chance point or having to just do it all over again. It, it gets mentally draining if you're giving up those offensive rebounds and have to go through the whole process of getting a stop again. So um, defend that pick and roll. Don't let Penn State get going from three. Those two are probably going to go hand in hand. Finish out your possessions with uh, rebounds. And then if you do all that, you're going to get out and transition, and that'll get the Hoosiers into a rhythm in itself. As much as Indiana struggles offensively in the half court, uh, that means that they really need to get out and transition because you don't face set defenses, whether it's a zone, whether it's a man-to-man, whether it's doubling trace, whatever it is, you don't face that if you're out in transition. Uh, There were multiple times in that Michigan game, if you look, when the Hoosiers went on their runs, they were usually because they got stops defensively and got out in transition. Um, It's not a coincidence. So for as much as Indiana struggles on the half court, get out in transition, get some fast break points, uh, get into a rhythm that way, just seeing the ball go through the hoop. It's going to help out big. So this should be a game uh, the Hoosiers handle. Um, In the past, I know they followed big wins with a string of losses. That's part of learning how to win with this team that we talked about. Part of learning how to win is to make those poor performances against Michigan State one-off performances and not letting that linger. To Mike Woodson and the players' credit, as we mentioned earlier, kind of in passing, they have not had a losing streak this season. They followed that Syracuse loss with the Nebraska game at home that was a little ugly at times, but they opened Big Ten play with a win. They had that Wisconsin loss, came back against Merrimack, and obviously an easier game. But the next game after that was that Notre Dame game, which was the biggest one of the season at that point. After that Penn State game, they come back by beating Ohio State. So really good turnaround there. After that Iowa loss, they beat Nebraska and Purdue back-to-back. So uh, they picked up that road Big Ten win, beat Purdue. So this season they've been good about bouncing back from losses. This is a little bit of a a favorable stretch. You have this Penn State team. You have a Maryland team that's ranked almost exactly uh, level. They are one spot ahead of Penn State, even if it's on the road. Uh, You have a couple games here where you can build a little bit of momentum before you play Illinois at home um, in about a week and a half. So this is an important game for the Hoosiers to build back momentum, not let this turn into a losing streak. It's a game that the Hoosiers can't afford to lose because um, their Big Ten resume, even if it has some nice wins on it, cannot have too many poor losses to kind of negate those. So just in that sense, a game the Hoosiers need to win, and I'm confident that they will. 
win or lose, we'll be back on tomorrow's episode to recap what played out um, and hopefully how the Hoosiers were able to get a win, what it means going forward. So appreciate uh, everybody tuning in, making this your first listen today. Now head on over to the Locked on Bets podcast hosted by um, your boy Q with expert analysis insight from Lee Sterling. Appreciate all the love you guys have given us. Last week was our biggest week ever. This week, we're already on pace to match or best that. Month over month, we're improving uh, more and more downloads. So I can't thank you guys enough. This is a lot of fun for me, and I'm glad you guys are making it worthwhile and helping us out as we kind of get this started in our first season. So make sure you are subscribed to the podcast wherever you listen to us at. Uh, if you can leave a just a quick rating and review helps us out a ton. You can follow us on Twitter. We'll be live tweeting the game tonight at LO underscore Hoosier. Most importantly, though, guys, have a great Wednesday. Go Hoosiers and LEO.